good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, Midnight Prayer Watch. What's up, Midnight Prayer Watchers? We are live for another very, very special, very, very engaging, very powerful Midnight Prayer Watch. What's good, everyone? I am your most humble host, Delta Williams coming back at you one more again. Yes, the Father has given us one more again. How many out there are grateful for your one more again today? Self-righteousness is something that nobody wants to talk about these days. Um, are we surprised though? Are we surprised? Um I don't know if you've been around town. I don't know if you've ever been to Midnight Prayer Watch before, but I've already said this. We keeps it real on Midnight Prayer Watch, and we make sure that it's not just about the fire, the brimstone, and all this kind of stuff. It's about the full word, the full word that the Lord has for us. And it's not just the candy-coated, sugar-gum-drop word that our flesh only wants us to hear, but it's about the full character of Elohim, our Adonai. So I know self-righteous much might be touching you. And hopefully it touches you in a way where you at least feel a tugging to say, what is she talking about? <laughs> and you might just want to stay tuned in just out of curiosity, which is enough because I know that little bit of curiosity might be where Holy Spirit moves at. So continue to stay with us, y'all. This Midnight Prayer Watch about to be lit, lit, as the kids like to say, is about to be on fire. We bringing it tonight. So let us get on the tower together. All right. So let's approach the throne room now, y'all. Abba Father. Oh, Father, we know you are Elohim. And you have given us this opportunity to spread your light. Oh, Father, for all to see it, we are your lamp stands. And as your lamp bearers, Father, we bear a mantle of responsibility to ensure that it's your words, it's your truth that is spoken, no matter how hard it might be to swallow, Father. We know that our flesh is innately wicked. We know that, Lord, and we know that we need you in order to have a pure heart. And so we ask, Lord, that you would just cleanse our hearts today Cleanse everyone under the sound of my voice, Father. Let it not be my voice that they hear, but let it be your spirit that they feel the conviction rising up in them and that they would renew a steadfast spirit, Father God, or that you would renew a steadfast spirit within them. We thank you, Lord, for this time where we get to stand on the tower together. We know how effective fervent prayers of a righteous man are, Father God. We thank you. We thank you that there are times where it doesn't seem like you're tuned into us. There are times where it doesn't seem like you are listening or you are even paying attention. Are you even there? 
Oh, Lord, you've already said in your word, you never leave or forsake us. No matter who has left in our life, no matter who we've seen come and go, no matter who we wanted to stay that decided to go, Father, regardless of how dirty we are, regardless of how crazy we do things, regardless of how filthy we may wash our hands in, Father, you never turn away from us. You never turn aside from us, Father. You are continuing to chase after us, even in our muck and guck. We thank you, Lord, that you are our Father in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh, Lord, have your way, Father, during this midnight prayer watch. Let it be my tongue that is crucified tonight, Lord, help me to put down any of my plans or agendas. Help me, Father God, to decrease, Lord. Oh, help me to decrease, Lord, so that you may increase and that you would get the glory. You would get the honor. Your name would be magnified. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you for this time where we are edifying ourselves in your word. And as we go into the intercessory prayer time, go into unpacking the prayer point that you've laid on our hearts, Father, we ask that you would open our hearts, that you would prepare our hearts to receive a chastening in the spirit. Because I know, Father God, you have already called us stiff-necked people. You have already told us, Father God, that this would be something that we would deal with, that this has been already characterized in people that you have given us examples of in your word. Father, help us to not shy away from your word <laughs> that is rightly dividing the truth. Oh, Lord, and that it does not return back to you void. Help us, Father God. It is not easy for us to look at ourselves. <laughs> it's not easy for us to hold up the mirror and not turn it towards others or to turn the finger that we have pointing to others and turn it back on ourselves, Lord. But we know, Father, that this is a season where you are calling us to the carpet. This is a season where you are calling us to remember who we are. <laughs> remember that we were saved by grace, not by our works, not by our deeds, not by our performance, not by our ideas, not by our job titles or positions, not by our lineage or birthright <laughs> in the natural, but because you are a gracious and merciful father. And we just ask that you would just come in, Lord. Show us who we really are and help anyone's heart that receives your conviction move swiftly into repentance. 
an invitation of your spirit. Oh, an impartation of your spirit to overflow in them and to take the grace that you have shown all of us and to demonstrate it to the rest of the world. We love you, Abba. We thank you and we praise you. We honor you. And it's in your son, Yahushua Hamashiach's name, I pray. Amen. Okay, so I want to transition us into our prayer point because we've been talking about this somewhat, I would say, um, I've been tapping onto it. I've been touching the surface. And I feel like there's this, this feeling in me overall is that I want to be sensitive. I want to be delicate. I want to make sure that you all understand that I am not coming for you. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> I'm not coming for you when we're talking about self-righteousness. I was just trying to help people understand that we are in our own stuff so much these days. Like, why is social media so popular? Because we want everybody to think a certain way about us. It's all about me, 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 I, 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 me, myself, and I, all of these kind of epithets that are out there as it relates to self. And what I've truly felt when Holy Spirit was bringing down this prayer point and was downloading this kind of like, okay, we're really going to have to go in Delta. I was like, oh, but I struggle with this too. <laughs> and it's like, okay, how, who am I? Like, this is why I say to the Abba all the time. Who am I to be, you know, like digesting this with our prayer watches, do, doing the ministry together. And then that, that was kind of where Holy Spirit, like, had to kind of kind of check me a little bit. I don't know if anybody had gets a check from Holy Spirit every now and again. It's like, er, like you know, talk to the hand, like that kind of thing. Um, back in my day, it was talk to the hand because the faith don't understand. But Holy Spirit was like, excuse me, <laughs> are you questioning what's happening here? Like everybody, nobody is perfect. There, who is going to talk about this? Because ain't nobody talking about this. Ain't nobody really going in and saying, hey, are you about your stuff a little too much? Are you putting your face and your brand and your company and your story and your logo ahead of the cross? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to just pause there. So. We got to start with this scripture, y'all, because I, I just had to start here. I felt like this was exactly what would help us really get into what we always say, washing ourselves in the word on Midnight Prayer Watch. And so 1 John 2.16, I think we all have heard this one maybe, but if we have not, because this is a very popular scripture that I hear uh, a lot of people that are church. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. 
so Paul talking to the current uh to the uh to the church y'all again <laughs> again he going in he telling them like okay so all these things all these lusts and the pride of life is not from Abba Father but it's from the father of lies the world who is the father of this world who is uh uh the prince of this world rather is you know the devil himself and so in this scripture that i really wanted to kind of start to unpack our prayer point this was where i started to receive a little bit more edification as it related to what are we really about these days like why is it becoming such a thing and so much like focus on social clout or what i've heard kingdom clout or what i've heard um kingdom marketplace or what i've heard about like make you know god's giving you that business go get that business oh oh i didn't heard that so many times like make that thing come to life and listen it's nothing wrong with creating things that the lord has placed in you he has put something inside of all of us it's a seed in there that is waiting to manifest that is just incubating right now it may even be in the season of birthing i don't know but what happens when you start to take that thing when you start to take that idea and when you start to take that project and then instead of the cross covering that project the project starts to cover the cross now it becomes it's my show it's my thoughts it's my opinions it's my logo it's my name it's my company it's mine it's mine it's mine it's all about me 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 and oh my goodness this is why i had to start with the self-righteous much title because i really wanted all of us to understand that there's a little bit of self-righteousness in our dna i mean just a little bit he didn't call us stiff neck for nothing <laughs> he didn't say your fathers and the generations of their fathers are stiff neck people he didn't tell moses like get these stiff neck people away from me or i'm about to consume them he didn't just say that because he thought it was funny he didn't just say that because it was a hashtag it wasn't no hashtags back then y'all okay he was talking about us why do you think he put that in the word so many times for us to understand he's the father of abraham isaac and jacob so not only do we have to understand what are we operating in today but we have to also make sure that we are truly getting the fact that this is like a we genetically predisposed to this thing <laughs> so so here's the thing that i want us to really get into right and i wanted to get back to there's a there's a story i'm going to unpack in the bible about gideon oh this is a good one but i wanted to get into um a, a it's like a scenario that i i won't say it's a real thing that has happened because i don't know the person that has done this <laughs> but it is a lot of us 
that be like, thank you for that idea, Lord. Now get out the way so I can go do it. <laughs> Who am I touching tonight? Thank you for that business, God. Now sit back and watch me perform. Watch me work, Lord. Oh, but you know, give me the resources, give me the tools, give me the provision, God. Oh, enlarge my territory so I could do this thing. But then sit back and watch me work. Does anybody see anything wrong with that? <laughs> Does anybody catch what I am going into right now? Like, think about it. It's not, it's so easy to get in that lane. We all do it. We all do it. I'm trying to tell y'all from my own experience. Like, let me break this down for y'all, okay? Midnight Prayer Watch was like, how is this going to work, Lord? When I got this download back in 2018. <clears throat> and then I was like, okay, well, we got to start somewhere. Okay, Lord, we got to do this. We got to do this. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, whatever. Like, it's going to happen, Father. It's going to happen, okay? And then we we start to go live with the show. We start to get on platforms. We start to get some likes. We start to get some subscriptions. We start to get some followers and all of this. Da, da, da. And then it's like, okay, we got to get more. Now it's every week. I'm checking stats every week. I'm looking to see who's commenting. Is somebody sending a prayer request? I mean, think about this thing, right? There's this thing in us because we are wired to work, because we are wired to want to perform. We live in a society that measures our value off of performance. Hello, somebody. We live in that. We're conditioned in that. And then what happens? Even when the Lord gave you something, even when Yahweh himself sent down an anointing on you and said, that's the thing I want you to go do and confirms it, we still get in the way. <laughs> we still become self-righteous people. We still do it. So I just want y'all to just understand that we are all working out our salvation with fear and trembling. But we have to know that at the end of the day, who are we? Who are we to get that idea from Abba? Who are we to stand in a platform and tell anybody else what's good for them to do? Who are we to even have the opportunity to share the gospel? Who are we? Ugh. That has been my prayer, y'all. That has been my prayer. It's just like, just remembering that we were filth, disgusting, darkness, wickedness, sin. Ugh. And he looked at us, called us his own, and did the unthinkable, sacrificing his son so that we would be able to be with him in eternity. So how can we be out here living our best life and putting him to the side and saying, watch me do this, Lord? How can we even do that? <sighs> it's, it's like, we do it, <laughs> but we do it though. 
So I'm going to get into another scripture. I think this is something that we talk about all the time. And we we say this lots. This is this is specifically talking about exactly what it says. Like, how can we do this? How do we put ourselves in front of the Lord when he the one that done put us in this position? How does that happen, right? <laughs> okay. Well, this is what happened exactly to Paul. <laughs> Exactly to him. Y'all might have heard about this before, okay? This might have been that thing that could have been something that you even asked for. Like, you even asked for the Lord to remove this thing from you. And what it refers to in the scripture, I'm going to pull it up on the screen so we can stay washed in the word tonight, everybody. We got to stay washed in the word. We always talk about that here at Midnight Prayer Watch. So we are talking about self-righteousness. And who better than Paul <laughs> to tell us that he himself has dealt with self-righteousness? He himself. And so we're looking at 2 Corinthians 12, starting with verse 7. <clears throat> I'm going to read it and then we're going to pack it after this. So it says, and lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations. There was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Mm, let's pause right there. So Paul is, is telling the church of Corinth, like, listen, I'm doing a lot of stuff in the spirit. Okay, I've been casting out demons. I walked with Yahushua himself and i'm continuing the commission that he gave me like i was one of the ones the holy spirit upper room all of that okay i'm the man okay but guess what i got a thorn in the flesh the messenger of satan to buffet me and it says like okay whoa wait what happened so i'm over here afflicted because i do not, I can't be exalted above measure. I can't be above Jesus. I can't. He's like, if I didn't have this thorn in the flesh from the messenger of Satan, then I would be exalted. I would be the one out here where you would be shouting my name in the street. Talking about, oh, Paul, you know, you the savior and all this kind of stuff. <clears throat> and then the next verse goes on to say, for this thing, I besought the Lord thrice. So three times that it might depart from me. So Paul is going through it. He like, okay, this is not just some regular thing. I have had my intercession time. I have gone to the Lord. If he besought the Lord three times, I'm sure Paul was out there on his face, on his knees, in the prayer closet, got the oil out. He might have been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. We don't know what Paul was going through. He's talking about he went to him three times. A man that is out here casting out demons and devils. That is prophesying in the streets, y'all. That got a following out the wazoo. And he over here like, this thing, you got to take this from me, Lord. Three times. Asking that it might depart from him. And then it goes on to give us the, the, the scripture that we all 
No. And he said unto me, this is the Lord's response. My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Mm. Got to take a sip on that one. My grace is sufficient for thee. What we said already, y'all, his grace is what saved us. And his strength is what shows in our weakness. It's not what we want it to look like. It's not the number of followers that we want to see. It's not the number of subscribers that we want to have at the end of the day. It's what the Lord has ordained for that thing to glorify his name. Not your name. Not my name. <laughs> not anybody else's name. His name, the name above all names. Mm, where every knee must bow and tongue must confess that he is the king of kings. Whew. And so this takes us into the story I was telling about um, earlier about Gideon. So I was really studying, y'all. I'm just trying to tell y'all, like I was all up in because I really wanted this to like hit home for someone because I knew Holy Spirit was like, listen, that's me again, like, being being i wanted it to hit home no <laughs> see i'm telling y'all it's it's hard out here for all of us i know holy spirit was saying that this is gonna do something for somebody and i gotta get out the way <laughs> that's that's pretty much what it is so we're going to judges now and this is the story of gideon so this is a very i would say hollywoodized if that's even a word bible story and sometimes it was like a sunday school bible story just depending upon um you know what your sunday school classes was teaching where they always talk about gideon and the 300 but i never knew that this was a great depiction of what happens when we try to do it out of our own strength y'all and so let me set up the story before we start in judges so gideon is just coming through, coming into his own. This is the time before there was even a king. So after Moses, so between the period when Moses and Joshua came out and Joshua was, you know, chopping them down and before Saul came on the scene. So it was a period of time where there was no king. And we talked about that last prayer watch too. So if y'all didn't catch that, that was a good one as well. So Gideon is kind of one of these people that is like, the Lord is like calling up prophets because what are our ancestors doing? They are forgetting what Moses said. They're forgetting what the Lord did for them and delivering them from Egypt and all the wonders, miracles, signs that happened in the wilderness and how many times the Lord came to their rescue and they're being delivered into the hands of all these different tribes. So now Midian has come on the scene and the Lord delivers Israel into the hand of Midian because he's like, what is going on with y'all? Do you guys not get this through your stiff necked hard skulls like what we call? So Gideon is another person that comes on the scene that the Lord's like, this person I'm going to use to deliver my people again. And now Gideon is in a place where he's being called and the Lord is taking him through different phases of like, okay, this angel's coming to you now. 
fire comes from the rock, devours the offering. Gideon's like, oh, I just saw the Lord. I'm going to die. That didn't happen. Then he came back. He crashed the whole altar of Baal. And then everybody's like, everybody knows him as Jerubbabel. And now here goes Gideon. Like, all right, I I understand what you're saying now, Lord. Like, I see it. Okay, I had to I had to ask for a couple things, a couple signs before I saw saw it. But now I see see it. And so starting now, Gideon's going, and he's like, all right, what we got to do? I got the crew. Oh, we rolling deep, God. We got a whole bunch of people with us. We rolling up deep. Where Midian at? So it's thousands of people with Gideon. And Gideon's on the way. He's like, just show me, point me in the direction of the Midianites. So Judges 7 verses 2 is where we'll start. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands. Hmm. How is it that we would have too many? Isn't isn't that like a rule in battle? More soldiers on one side, the less soldiers on the other side, they about to get crushed. Okay, isn't that a rule? Let's keep reading. Then it says, lest Israel vaunt themselves against me saying, mine own hand hath saved me. Here we have again, another example where the Lord is saying to the prophet now, Gideon, he's about to deliver Israel from the hand of Midianites. And he like, all right, I got it. You know, I got my people with me. Let's go. And now the Lord's like, skirt. Nah, you got too many, too many folk with you. And you know why it's too many? Because I know y'all. I know my people, my chosen people, the one that I came for. I didn't deliver y'all. I know the complaining, the murmuring, murmuring, all of that. And he said, too many of y'all for me to do the work that I want to do and deliver you from the Midianites. Because what Israel is going to say, we did that. Hmm. Huh. Is that ringing a bell for anybody? Is that touching somebody's heart right now? Who is out here trying to gather the troops? Who is out here trying to get $10,000 in their bank account? And the Lord told you five years ago to bring that ministry to life. Who is out here thinking that they are one day going to get overseas and do what the Lord told them to do five years ago? 10 years ago, maybe 30 days ago. And they're like, oh, but I ain't got enough. I I gotta, I gotta go back to school. I gotta go do this, Lord. I gotta go do that. I got how who am I to go do this now? Or, you know, the the resource is not there, Lord. Or or you coming bossed up, like, yeah, I got a million dollars. I can make this happen. (laughs) And what's happening? It ain't happening for you. And you wondering why it's not happening? Oh, that's the other side of the coin. You got everything. You like, dang, I got the social proof. I got the kingdom clout. I got the money bags. (laughs) I got the looks. I got the cooks. I got everything. 
and it's still not popping off for me what is going on father oh i'm gonna take y'all back to gideon maybe you thinking that you got it going on and he knows your heart so he knows once you get past that little taste of success you gone you gone you delivered into mammon's hands you might be delivered into jezebel's hands you might be out here flirting around with the messengers of satan he knows remember he is el shaddai almighty so let's 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 be real about this y'all are you really submitting yourself into the lord's plan or are you taking a piece of the plan and saying, okay sit back god i got it from here ah uh, uh. all right so we're gonna keep going <laughs> i know that's touching somebody heart father so now mm, as israel is on the way to trying to make themselves puffed up again god was like nope gideon can't be all these people okay so now he takes them down i'm gonna summarize the rest of um verses 2 through 11 well he takes them down to the water and he's like okay well how many people lord are you trying to say we gotta have i got like ten thousand. what you want to do <clears throat> and so lord is like all right this is how we're gonna get them down so he like first he tells him like all right tell him that listen you you gonna go you're not gonna go uh you know it's gonna be a battle and then he was like okay so now people are afraid <laughs> okay so he was like tell them tell them to leave they're afraid they're not really about that life let's go then they cut it down again and he said oh it's still too many and Gideon like it's still too many you know how many nice it is over there and so now he comes back and this is when I love this part he's like all right let's have him go drink some water this is how look look at our God like look how like come on y'all y'all can y'all not see the character of the lord in these these scriptures in this living word oh gets me so excited so now the lord is like go to the water and everyone that laps the water with his tongue thou will set by himself so those are people i want you to put to the side we taking those people and then the other people that bow the knee to drink they got to go. They got to go back. We don't know what, what that's about. We're going to talk about that later on in Midnight Prayer Watch because I really feel like the difference between the two groups says something about their submission. And the easiest person to submit on the knee when we know what that knee means, when who we only submitted to is the only one true living God. But we're not going to get into that in this prayer watch. <clears throat> so then now, Gideon's got 300 men that have lapped up the water. And the Lord said, these 300 men will do. <laughs> and they took them. And y'all know what happened. The story was written already. Okay. Gideon and everybody that had not done, uh, read this story or done this, this study, I would really, really encourage you to get into the word for yourself. I always say this that we are presenting a prayer point but the truth 
the Holy Spirit conviction, the revelation takes place by you and Holy Spirit getting into the word and the Holy Spirit having that time with you, that secret place time with the Lord, that time of study where he's rightly dividing the truth and helping you apply it to your life. So I just had to put that disclaimer out there because I want people to know that this is just the pieces that we have taken, but that truly getting in and digesting the word, washing yourself in the word by yourself and not waiting on somebody and by somebody, I'm I'm not just talking about us at Midnight Prayer Watch. I'm talking about your pastor. I'm talking about your deacon. I'm talking about your prayer partner, not waiting on those people to come to you and tell you what they thought about the word, but you getting in there because it's something in there that the Lord has specifically for you. You're not going to get it till you read it. Trust me, it is living. So then, long story short, Gideon and those 300 men, they don't even got to do nothing, (laughs) y'all. This is how crazy the Lord worked in that situation where he went down and he had Gideon come to the camp and he said, you don't believe me? Go down to the camp with one of your servants. He heard some of the Midianites talking. They're talking about a dream. And then in the dream, there were like, you know, there was some kind of bread that came into the Midian's tent and it smote us and we fell. <laughs> and then there was like, and then somebody else answered and said, this is like, oh, he was trying to interpret the dream for him. He's like, this is the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel, for into his hand hath God delivered Midian and all the hosts. And then after that, the craziest thing happened. They turned their swords on each other. All Gideon and his men did was come with some trumpets and some pitches. <laughs> oh, how creative is our God, y'all? Isn't that, isn't that a wonder to behold? Like we had trumpets and pitches and all the Midian just started slashing each other. Whew. I just, I don't know who this is touching tonight, but I want to encourage you that there is something about you. There's something about you that the Lord knows and only he knows about you. And when it comes to this pride, when it comes to that thorn in our side, when it comes to this feeling of wanting our face, wanting our likeness, we want like, Let me just keep it real. We want to be worshipped. Who did I touch this now? (laughs) We really want people to look at us and like us and want to be around us and want to imitate us and want to compliment us and want to uh, buy from us thinking about businesses. And if it's something in you right now that is stirring up, that's like, have I really been honest about what I'm doing and why I am doing it? Do I really understand that my value of if this is successful is how good I feel about it? Do we have the right success meter in place, y'all? 
Is the world not trying to sell us on this performance-driven society that's all about hearts and likes and subscriptions and followers and comments and, and shares and everything else you could think of that has to do with social proof? And um and 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 loans and and book deals and and being at the top ten of one list or another like ah <laughs> it's so much that is truly a barrage at our thoughts right now. But what I am encouraging us all to do because we are not precluded from this revelation in being self righteous is to get before the Lord. He said that the proud people, he is detesting, but he gives grace to the humble, grace to the humble. And so he knows already if you in that lane, he knows it. And you might be wondering why your business hasn't popped and you got everything going on. You out here doing it. You out here flying flashy. You got everything happening. <clears throat> Excuse me, but he taking you back to Midian. <laughs> and he taking you back to what happened before he could deliver Midian into the hands of Gideon and the then 300. That if he saw you get that shine. <laughs> Or he allowed you rather to get that shine, to get that clout, to get those deals, to sign those artists, to make that book pop on the best-selling list, to have that business blow up. I mean, like blow up, blow up on the show up. He knows that if that was to happen, you would forget all about him. And you would say, oh, I did that. I did that for my family. How many times have we heard that? I'm out here digging it out the mud for my family. The only thing I ask for you to do, humbly, humbly ask for you to do, is to get on your knees and ask for forgiveness. If this is you, get in your prayer closet. Get in your secret place. And ask the Lord to help you turn away from this stiff-necked, genetically predisposed disposition that we have, y'all. We have it. We have to be real about it. And we have to ask the Lord to help us through it. What did Paul do? Paul said he came three times. Three times. But he understood. He said, I done asked the Lord three times to take this thing away from me. But now I understand why. Because I know he showed me who I am and I know me and I know that I know that I know that I know that if this thing wasn't here, I probably would be like, yeah, you better make me a, a idol. Yeah, you better have a trophy, whatever. That's Delta's interpretation. That's not in the word. This is why I tell y'all to get into the word. I have to continue to give these disclaimers because I don't want nobody coming for me, biblical scholars and people in seminary school. That's what I'm just saying. Like, we got to make it real, y'all. We have to understand that this stuff didn't just happen overnight. This been happening to us. And it's like, it's all there. The truth is all there. It's all cycles. 
and we have to break free of these cycles and only way we gonna do that is to know the truth because he said in his word that my people will die for lack of ignorance we will die we'll perish and if that's spiritual death if that's a physical death for you i encourage you to be real about your heart's condition not just for you but for the generations that will come after you because everything we do today is affecting our descendants just like how everything that happened before us has affected us and is affecting us everybody hello somebody how many of us are dealing with the sins of our forefathers with the devils that they have come into agreement with and so if you are someone that is feeling like what is going on tonight what is she talking about i don't even understand how can she be talking about this thing self-righteousness when i ain't got no problem with me <laughs> well i don't know that i even need somebody named jesus who is this jesus if you are that person tonight this is that time this is that moment what we are asking for you to do is to get right is the first thing that you have to do the very first thing that you have to do is to confess that you are wicked you are a sinner and you need a savior and the bible says but if you confess with your heart and your mouth that you'll be saved it's that easy y'all it's so easy so all we need to do is to accept him into our hearts and believe on him and we will be saved so this is that time where if your heart is being stirred if you feel like i and it wasn't me if you feel like holy spirit then got in deep and is stirring up some stuff and this is the time where you want to turn that life back around or this time you want to make a decision for your life eternal then recite this prayer with me god i come to you asking for forgiveness i confess that i am a sinner in need of a savior i believe that you sent your son yahushua jesus christ to die on the cross paying the penalty for my sins and he was raised from the grave and is alive right now and coming again i confess you as my lord and personal savior jesus <clears throat> come into my heart and save me now in your name i pray amen oh my goodness if you just said that prayer if you just came into agreement right now with that prayer we are so so excited for you the bible says that if one only one person says the salvation prayer that all of heaven starts to rejoice <laughs> and we are rejoicing with you right now we are rejoicing we are excited your name been written into the land's book of life and right now everybody's having a praise party in heaven <laughs> so we are partying with you and if you are looking to continue that party and you are like hey i'm on fire now what do i do with all of this <laughs> what am i supposed to do now that i got this thing going on then we 
ask that you would just get connected to our community. And I want you all to just stay encouraged. There's so much going on for us to believe in fear and the negativity and anxiety and evil agendas and destruction and our peace being stolen. But the one thing that we have to remain steadfast on is that our God is good and he never fails us. And when I think on that, I start to resume a joyful position Hmm, because in his presence is fullness of joy, y'all, and there is peace. And so we got to make sure we stay up, Midnight Prayer Watch. Stay alert, y'all. And stay washed in this word, everybody.